Are you ready to start living and creating your life from possibility, joy, and ease? What if every day could be a miraculous adventure? Welcome to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. Join us for a dynamic conversation of creation and possibility. Now, here is our host, creatress of magnitude, Heather Nichols. Welcome, everybody, to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. We are here this week with Brendan Watt, um, who is an amazing facilitator of access consciousness, a dad, creator extraordinaire, and somebody who's um, taken some really big leaps, leaps in his life in the past, well, many years, but especially the past <laughs> year or two. <laughs> um, and so the topic of today's show and, and what I wanted to interview him about is stepping up and choosing something really different in your life, choosing to, to really do something greater and do something super different and what that's like and what that requires and what, what his journey has been like with all of that. So welcome, Brendan. Thank you, Heather. Lovely yeah. to be here. Yeah. On the Lovely. other side of the world from you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that about this stuff. It's so cool. I know. Um, so you were um, invited, uh, was it, it was two years ago or a year and a half ago to do? Uh, it was like, yeah, it was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for those of you listening who aren't familiar with Access Consciousness, um, we both facilitate these classes and, um, the creators of Access invited Brendan and Simone Melissus to do um, choice of possibility classes, which were which are um, advanced classes and classes that previously only Gary Douglas and Dane here had been facilitating. And um, I've heard you and Simone both talk about like where you were like, "Oh shit," <laughs> you know, uh -huh. like what that was like for you. Um, so tell us a little bit about that whole you know, that experience and the journey since then. <laughs> well, I can tell you that when, you know, they were like, that one day they were like, well, can we have a chat with you? We need to ask you something. And I was like, oh, here we go. What's this about? A man's worst fear is knowing that they need to have a talk about something. <laughs> right. But, but, you know, and they asked us and I said yes straight away, just not knowing what that was going to look like. But I also knew I could do it. And then, you know, and then it just followed on from there. I mean, I remember doing my first, we had to do a few with them together. To, yeah. This was our training package. Yep. And, um, and my first one with Gary Douglas, that was the, le that was the day that my life really, um, really changed because I knew I had to, I needed to jump into it. I needed to actually jump into my own life and still knew I had choice, but it was like we did this class and, and, I sat there for three hours in the morning, sweating like a, just dripping sweat, and <laughs> horrified. And uh, I remember at lunch, you know, I called Dane, I, I called Dane and I talked to him and he said, and I was like, okay, I've got a choice. I can run out of this room screaming right now, or I can get back on that stage and actually do this. And I knew I could do it. So that, that was that moment in my life that I knew I made a choice for me and I knew I made a choice to, to, to really jump into my life. So that's how it began. That's so cool. Yeah. And say more about that. Cause that, I, you know, I think we're, we have, you know, we're, we both have so many conversations about change and choice and it still can be this elusive thing for people, you know, where it's like, okay, but 
you know, when the stars are aligned or things look good or, you know, the circumstances oh, yeah, I, are... I done that. I mean, <laughs> my, my, when I first came on to Access, it was like nine years ago, everything, everything in my life was to do with something else. You know, it was like, well, I have no money because I grew up with no money. I'm unhappy because there's unhappy people around me. And there was all, it was, I always had an excuse for everything, you know, and I used to do that. I used to read my star signs and say, see, it's going to be a shitty day today. My stars, <laughs> you know, but it was like when it, at my first choice of possibilities class that I attended, Gary, I heard him say, where your life is today is because of the choices that you've made up until now. Yeah. And when he said that, it was like a light bulb went off in my head because I realized that I'd created my life. And I realized that if I'd created this at that stage, what I would have called a shitty life, um, that I could create a different one with some different choices. And that really just, it turned it around because I knew that I was in control of it and I had to start owning it as mine and stop blaming everybody else for it. Mm. Well, and you make it sound so simple. And I know that that is actually one of the biggest <laughs> like hurdles for people. I mean, it is, it actually is. And it's kind of it isn't. It also isn't. It's like it takes yeah. it takes serious amounts of courage to 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 make the choices that you that you know are going to create this change in your life. Like it does. I'd be lying if I said, "Oh, it's just easy." You know, you just choose. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. It takes courage. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, what I learned was the thing that truly takes the most courage is to be different. Mm-hmm. And. You know, and in choosing that, I got to see different parts, different things with me. And it's like, and I, I am far from perfect. So I learn different things about myself every day where I go, oh, my God, I'm insane. <laughs> you know, but I'm also willing to look at them. And I also know that, that it's not about getting your life right. It's not about having this perfect life because otherwise you're always stopping yourself from choosing based on looking for the perfect choice. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. And I see too many people doing it going, well, I have to get my life right. Yeah. Well, with that point of view, though, you have to judge yourself constantly. Yep. Yeah. And that's like, that is not only totally exhausting, but it also just absolutely kills creation, you know, and, and possibilities. I mean, it's, I, I get more aware uh, like just clearer on that every day it's like wow okay I could actually just choose to just stop judging and you know like really uh, you know let that be one of the things that allows everything that I'm asking for and everything that I'm desiring to create to really take off you know yeah Um, you actually you allow you allow so much more to contribute to it when you're not doing it from the place of I have to get it right it's like what I learned was with, with doing, I had to get my life right or I had to make the right choices was I'd shut off at least half of my awareness to what was actually possible because anything that matched my judgment of what could be wrong, anything that matched the judgment I had of what could be wrong with something, then mm. it, just stopped, it just stopped me. So it's like the thing that's given me the most freedom in all of it is, is the willingness to just get it wrong to be wrong, to get it wrong, to, to look at every choice and go, oh, well, I still got, what awareness did I get from this? What did it create? Yeah. And what awareness did I get? Not why am I so wrong right now? And it just, 
<laughs> that, by the way, is not actually a question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why am I so wrong? <laughs> universe, yeah. show me what's wrong about me that I'm not getting. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't need the universe to show you because you're so right. good at doing it yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, facilitating alongside two really brilliant facilitators, um, you know, with Gary and Dane, it's like, that's, I can imagine just, you know, I mean, the, the vulnerability, I mean, I, I had the total pleasure at, of being at one of those classes um, when you were, I think it was your first one with Dane um, in San Francisco. Yeah. And it was this, it was such a beautiful journey to behold that whole weekend. It was like, oh my, like just to watch you in action be like, okay. Yeah. I know. And, um, then two day, and then a day into it, he says, oh, by the way, I have to go to Go and see my mother for you <laughs> the last day on your own. I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> that was awesome. Uh-huh. That was so cool. Yeah. yeah. And you, it's like you can't really step up in that way if you, um, you know, I mean, not willing to get it wrong, not being willing to get it wrong is, you know. Well, we actually, we all, well, not all, but anyone that's looking for something different has the capacity to do anything. And I've learned Mm -hmm. this with people is they go, well, you know, you could do that, but I couldn't do it. Yes, you could. Yes, you could do it. But you've got to get to that place where you go, you know what, what's the worst thing that's going to happen right now? And most people will get to a comfort zone with what they're willing to choose. And then they'll stop at the first instant that it becomes uncomfortable. And it's like, and I knew with what I was choosing and what I wanted to create that I couldn't stop at that anymore. And I've seen so many other people choose it as well, where it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to choose it. I know this is so uncomfortable. I'm terrified right now, but I'm going to choose it anyway. And every time you make a choice like that, your life gets greater. Yeah. So you are a facilitator of a class called Choice of Possibilities. So talk more about this, I'm just going to choose it. Because I see, I mean, for me, even like I've been doing access for a long time and I've taken millions of classes and chosen a lot of things. Um, and I still every day have more awareness around what choice actually is and what it actually isn't. And I think it can be, it is it really is like a beyond this reality conversation um, yeah. that people are like, I'm choosing it, you know, and then it's sort of, that's the end of it, you know? Well, I know because, because when you hear the, the words come out of your mouth, I'm choosing it. Usually it's your justification for already knowing that you're not going to. <laughs> there's, a difference between, there's a difference between choosing it and making a choice. And it's like, you know, in doing these classes, like we go, I mean, there's pretty much nothing that we don't talk about. Yeah. It depends on what the people, you know, what's going on for the people in the class. But it's like I th- one of the one of the lies that we buy is it's like we go, oh, I don't know how to choose. Okay, so you're breathing right now. That's a choice. Okay, <laughs> stand up. That's mm-hmm. a choice. Did you mm-hmm. get up this morning? Did you put clothes on? Yeah. Okay, that's a choice. But it's like, but we don't tend to look at what our choices create. Mm. And when you recognize that every single choice you make creates something towards your future, then you start, it's about, it's not about the choices you make. It's about what it created. And this is, you know, this is the thing where you, you'll stop looking at, okay, that was a wrong choice because 
if there was never a wrong choice and you looked at every choice for what it created, then you can see the gift of it. Yeah. You can see the gift of each one and you go, wow, that didn't turn out the way that I really wanted it to. But look, it turned out this way and I actually, I learned a lot from it or I got this awareness from it. Yeah. And that's where people just don't really seem to want to look from. And trust me, I mean, it's something I've been, I still work on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what are my choices going to create here? And I'll choose something against myself and then go, okay, why am I choosing this? What's the point in this? Yeah. Oh, I'm choosing this for this reason. Okay. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. You know, it's getting you to the place of recognizing that we have a capacity to create that we're not necessarily taught about. And this class is really a platform for that, you know, getting you to really get into creating your life and actually seeing what it is that you desire because nobody asks you about that. It's like if you grew up with people who it's having money is important. Okay. Now to you having money is important. And it's like, we buy all these realities and these, these constructs of how we should live from everybody else around us, but we've never or very seldom look at what's actually true for us. Yeah. 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 And, and the, the judgment piece is so it's such a huge part of this. Cause if you are constantly in judgment of yourself, then yeah. this, like the choice creates awareness reality. It, it, it's a rough one, you know, like it, you don't really get to, you don't really get to have a lot of awareness from your choices. Um, because well, there's so much judgment there that, you know. Yeah. And the thing with, you know, it's like we live on a planet that's predominantly people judge themselves, yeah. you know. They, yeah. ju- they either judge themselves or they judge somebody else. Mm-hmm. So when you judge yourself a lot, it's like to get out of that, you've got to recognize that you're choosing that as well. Yeah. So if you go, you know, and one of the jokes I make in classes when people are talking about judgment, I'm like, okay, where do you see that that's creating? And, and people are like, well, you know, well, I have to judge in order to create. And I say, okay, so when you look in the mirror in the morning and you say, I have a fat ass, <laughs> does your ass get any smaller? <laughs> They're like, no. I'm like, okay, so it doesn't create. Yeah. If you realize it's a choice you're making, you can go, okay, what is this choice creating? Yeah. Oh, it's not creating anything for me right now because nothing's changing. Yeah. So then you, you know, then you can at least look from that place of, okay, I need to change this. This isn't working anymore. So what else could I choose? Yeah. Well, you could be grateful for your fat ass. <laughs> I love it. That's such a great example. It's like, Uh okay, everybody, like how much do you judge your body and has that worked so far? How much do you judge your money? Has that worked so far? You know, I'm a shit house at making money. I'm crap at making money. Yeah. Do you get better at making money? Right. Never. It's like, so what's the point? But we keep choosing it. And this is the thing that, this is the thing I, I do my best to crack apart in these classes is to look at the place. Okay. You keep choosing this, you know, and Einstein has a brilliant um, definition of insanity. The defi- his definition of insanity was to choose the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Yeah. And that's how we live our lives. Yeah. From insanity. Because it's like I, I'll choose something that doesn't work and then 
the next day I'll go, well, I'll choose it again. It still doesn't work. And then I'll choose. It's like, what? That's insane. Yeah. Do something different. Yeah. And choosing it again, it doesn't work. And then judging yourself because it doesn't work. Because somehow if you change, then surely the same choice should work. It's just you that are the problem. So if you keep judging yourself, certainly that's going to change something. Right? Well, of course the problem. I mean. <laughs> Always. <absolutely>. Hello. <laughs> yeah. 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 So talk about um, some of the, I, I, it has been so cool hearing just like raves upon raves upon raves of people who have taken your COP classes um, since you started. It's been really cool. Um, and so, and, ta- and I know that, you know, I mean, I imagine you've seen a lot of change in people over uh-huh. these classes yeah. that you've been doing. So talk about that. Like, that's just, to me, that's just, it's such a gift. Well, it's it. like when I, when I first started facilitating them, I didn't, it was like, I didn't quite know how to do it, but then I watched the way that Gary and Dane did it and I went, okay, so I created myself a set of rules for facilitating and uh-huh. I'll see if I can remember them. I um, love I, you. First one, talk about this before. First one was no judgment uh, of me or anybody else and I'm talking about when I sit in that chair and then it's not to be present with them because I knew I had to be present with people in order to gain the awareness of what was going to change for them. Um, it was have fun. It was um, don't think. <laughs> you know, a lot of us think all the time and we shut off so many things around us that could contribute to us by this thinking because we get stuck in our heads. Yeah. And the fifth one, I don't remember what it was. Um, <laughs> but anyway, but these, I, I did this because I knew that if I could function that way, that I could be there for people in a way that they needed me to be. And, you know, it's like, I don't know about you, but if you've ever talked to, if you've ever had something going on in your life and you, you want to change it and you talk to somebody who has some point of view about it or isn't in total, um, isn't willing to be in allowance with you, then it just cannot change. Yeah. So the thing I love about facilitating these classes and the thing I love about access to is it's, there's nothing there's nothing going on in your life that cannot be changed if you are willing to change it. Yeah. And that's been, I mean, that's been the joy for me is watching people go, you know, I want to change, you know, someone, somebody might say to me in a class, I want to change this. And I'll say, bullshit. No, you don't. <laughs> their energy is, I want you to tell me that I should change it, but I don't want to change it. Yeah. But, but in saying that they get to acknowledge the place where they are not willing to change and they can look at it and go, okay, I could make a different choice now. But it's like, that's really the gift of it. It's not you're wrong for anything in your life. It's not you're wrong for not having money. It's not you're wrong for having a relationship that doesn't work. It's okay. I've created it. Now what's it going to take to change it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I love your, I love your, uh, your rules for yourself because it like, it's so, it's also simple, you know, and that like not judging people, enjoying yourself, you know, being totally present. It's like that we really underestimate how, what a gift that is in people's lives um, as facilitators, but also just as, you know, people in the world. It's like being totally present with somebody without judgment. That is 
a huge gift. And it's this huge space that creates so much change um, without you having to really do a whole lot. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's different. I mean, for me, I always loved, I always loved being around kids. Like I have a son of my own. He's a teenager now though. So it's different because he's annoying, (laughs) but it's like, but being around younger children, because it's like, I know for me, when I'm around younger children, I don't cut off any part of me because mm-hmm. they don't have any judgment of it. So mm-hmm. it's like, but I also noticed that for me, when I'm around other people and I have no judgment, they, they, they don't have the place where they need to cut themselves off in order to fit my judgment of them. Mm-hmm. And this is the way most of us grow up is like, if you grow up with, you know, with a parent that judges you, then you start cutting p- parts and pieces of yourself off in order to stop that judgment they have of you. Yeah. But the, the lie with it all is they never stop because somebody who judges judges. Yeah. So we'll give ourselves up in a heartbeat to try and have, to try and avoid this judgment of others when everything you cut off, that's great about yourself, you lose and they still judge you anyway. I know. So it's like, you know, one of the things I tell people is turn it up. Yeah. You know, be proud. Yeah. Be proud of yourself. Be, be amazed with what you've created. And if that's a money problem, if you look at it for, like if you, if you have a money problem and you go, I'm so terrible for having this money problem. Okay, there's one scenario. Mm-hmm. And if you have a money problem, you go, wow, this is amazing that I could create this much shit around money. <laughs> Which one do you think you're going to be able to change quicker? <laughs> you know, it's like... Yeah. Totally. Put a bit of joy into it. I mean, you haven't done anything wrong. Just realize, okay, I've made some choices here that have created this. So yeah. what, what, what could I do different? Yeah. Well, it takes the significance off of it too, which is such a stop, you know, a stop energy for creation. It's like, yeah. you know, it becomes this heavy, big thing. And it's like, oh my God. And now I have this burden and, you know, and then all of a sudden you're, you've just solidified the hell out of it. And rather well, than- I don't know about you, but. If somebody tells me I have to change something, I don't want to change it. Yeah. And yeah. when I tell myself I have to change something, I don't want to change it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, yeah. they tell me what to do. So it's like, you know, it's recognizing that you created it and see the humor in your insanity. I mean, like I said, for me, I still make choices where I go, that's insane. Yeah. But if you see the humor in your insanity, then you can change it. Yeah. It's just a creation. It's not, it's not, there's nothing. And one of the things I've learned with doing these classes, there's nothing you cannot change without making it. There's nothing you cannot change with making a different choice. Yep. That, and that is like, so, that is just such a gift. I mean, nobody talk, nobody, <laughs> nobody tells us that. Nobody told me that <laughs> when I was a kid, you know. Wow. <laughs> it's like... Wow. You know, and, and so that just also makes me think about how choice is good for 10 seconds, you know, and because a lot of times people go to like, it's kind of like that thing we were talking about before where it's like, I'm choosing this, you know, and then, so, you know, if somebody's hearing that and they're like, okay, there's nothing I can't change without making a different choice. Um, Okay. Now, how does 10 second increments of choice play into that? Well, you got to look at it and go, okay, like, first of all, if you get, um, we use money for an example, because it's like, there's not that many people you meet who don't have shit around money <laughs> who don't have going on around money. Yeah. So let's say you have a, 
a money thing going on. If you're focusing on that money problem, then you're only going to keep creating more of that problem. You've mm-hmm. got to get into the question of, okay, I've created this. Now, what are the choices available here? And instead of um, recognize that there's the money thing there that's going on, but that doesn't mean you need to sift through that money thing in order to get yourself out of it. It means, okay, that's there. What about if I start making some choices here in a different direction? Mm-hmm. So you've got like the 10 second things of choices. We, we already do it because, yeah. we'll, yeah. you know, we'll stand up, we'll move around. We'll do, you know, we already choose so much but we're not present with what we're doing and what our choices are creating. Yeah. So you've got to look at it and go, okay, what choice can I make now? What choice can I make now? And get it, it, it starts to put you into a forward motion into your life instead of this thing of, well, I have this, so now I have this and it can't change. Any, you've got to start with the question though. Okay, what, what is this? What's going to take to change it? And start asking these questions and start allowing for something different. And I mean, in, in doing these and talking about these things, it's funny because I try and give, I try and give some really simple examples so people can see that they can really start making some different choices. But what I, I mean, what I do for myself personally and what I've done is I'll look at, you know, the, the, I'll look at the situations I've created in my life and I'll look for the choices I made that created them so that I can start becoming aware of how, um, how powerful and potent my choice was. Mm. It's like most of us just go, we just fob it off or we go, oh, it's just, you know. But if you start recognizing that in making that choice, you actually have this capacity to create that we don't acknowledge. Mm. So with that, if you can create the money problem, you can create yourself out of it. Yeah. That is brilliant. And it's, and if you don't have judgment of it, it's just like, cool, different choices, different, you know, different creation. Uh (laughs) Neither one is better or worse. It's just different. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're at our break right now. So we're going to pause for a minute and we will be back in a moment. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment what would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing thousands of people all over the world have what am I talking about it's called access consciousness the bars the bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? 
What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series. My gift to you. What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you. You always do. Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now, back to Creating Beyond Reality. Welcome back, everybody. This is Heather Nichols, and we're here this week with Brendan Watt talking about stepping up and talking about choice and all kinds of other awesome stuff. Um, so, Brendan, in, in your um, this past year and a half that you've had, um, what are some of the what are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced? Like really turning it up and and becoming just yeah, like doing everything that you've been doing and choosing everything that you've been choosing. Well, I guess for me, it's been, I've had to, I've had to have a demand of myself and in order to, you know, to get to where I want to keep going in my life, I've got a demand of me that no matter what shows up, I'm going to get, I'm going to get beyond it. And there's nothing that can, there's nothing in this world powerful enough to stop me except for myself. And, you know, <laughs> And I'm very good at that too. I can stop myself in a heartbeat. So, but I recognize that. And I, I think it's just, it's most of us get to the edge of this cliff when we know that we can create change in our lives and we stop. We go, no, too much. It's too uncomfortable. I'm going to get too much of me. I'm going to become too happy. People are going to judge me. My family is going to hate me. I'm not going to have any friends. And we'll come to all of these justifications for why we won't explore something different with ourselves Hmm. and then we we tend to stop ourselves like most most of the times when i ask you know most like if you watch a kid they're such dreamers you know they haven't learned yet to to they haven't learned yet the reality of nothing that's that things are not possible yeah you know for them they they have a sense of possibility in their world and we seem to give that up as we you know become educated and we become, and we, we start listening to people mm-hmm. and we start um, entraining ourselves to the, the world and the reality around us. And we'll, 
or hang out with friends who are, you know, have money problems or family problems and then we'll find ourselves have family problems or money problems and we start losing us and we start giving ourselves up in order to fit in with everybody else around us. And for me, I guess it, that just stopped working for me. Hmm. It's like, it just, it got to a point where I was like, you know what, if I can't have me, what's the point? Yeah. You know, I could do the nine to five job and, you know, I could have a marriage and I could have more children, you know, and I could fit in because I fit in so well for 30 years of my life. I was yeah. so good at it. Yeah. You know, I knew how to do chameleon like nobody else, <laughs> and, you know, but, but it got to this, it got to this point where I was like, okay, I need more in my life. So, mm. you know, and I meet so many people with that and they just don't know how to get there. Yeah. So the get there is just, you've got to not give up on you. Mm. You've got to moving and keep looking for what's true for you but it, it all starts with a question you've got to be in this place of instead of well this is who I am okay what I do in the morning is I say who am I today yeah because I have no clue who I am today I'm only I'm, I'm not the person I was yesterday because that person's gone that person is bye-bye see you later you no longer exist yeah Okay, the person I am today is the person I get up and create myself as based on the choices I'm going to make today. And that's really the way that if you do that, you, you'll, start, um, you'll start getting to look at what's true for you. And we've not taught this. You know, how many kids do you, how many parents do you see asking their kids, what's true for you? Like, yeah. what's true for you? We don't do it. And that's what I'm interested in is what's true for people. Like, I mean, we, uh, you know, our tagline for access consciousness is empowering you to know what you know. Yeah. You know, and that's what kept me using the tools and wanting, desiring to facilitate the tools and, and to get them out there into the world is, is, is that tagline mm-hmm. is empowering. It's like you and I talking right now, you know, so many things that I don't because mm-hmm. you're you yeah. and I'm me. Mm-hmm. But it's like when we have that, we, we can gift we can gift and contribute to each other from this whole different way because I'm looking at what, what a gift you are, not what you've decided you are. Yeah. So I can, have you, I can have you contribute to me in a way that's just different. Hmm. And if we had that in this world, um, I see that we could just, we need some change. So that's where I look at it from. I'm like, we need some change here, guys. If we look around, this is not working very well. So, you know, I, People, when, people desire to actually change. They desire to contribute. They just don't know how to. Yeah. So but that's what inspires me to, to changing all the time and to talking to people about it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's so true. People do want change. And they, there is such a story in this reality that judgment is what creates that you know like you were talking about with the you know you look at your ass you judge your ass it doesn't change but people keep doing it because they really they like they think that's the only thing that's gonna create change for themselves or for you know i mean judging themselves or judging other people well um, it's what they've been taught as well yeah, like, yeah. The judgment is somehow some way out of something like if i make myself and look what, what I know about, you know, half the people that I come in contact with judge themselves constantly. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and we're so good at it. We judge ourselves all the time thinking if we can just find out why we're wrong, then we can fix it and then we can change it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, can I just, just let me let you in a little, 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 little secret. You're not wrong. Okay. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, I am because my life sucks and my kids hate me and my, I've got no money and my husband hates me. And, my, and it's like, that's not wrong. Yeah. Okay. That's a creation. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it, it's, it's such a head twist because people go, wait, what? that's not what the news is telling me. Right. <laughs> that's not what movies are telling me. That's not what my friends are telling me. That's not what my family, that's not what this is. And it's like, I get that. But are they functioning from awareness or are they functioning from what they've been taught and, what from, and from what they've learned? And it's like this, the way we seem to, to live our lives is like Chinese whispers. So you tell me, you tell me there's something wrong with me and I'm going to keep whispering that in my head and yeah. changing it around and around and around and around and around until it's wrong, more wrong, more wrong, more wrong, more wrong, more wrong. And it's like, what? I know. Freedom in that. Well, and it's funny even to look at, like, I, I have so much more awareness of that, just, you know, doing access and facilitating and all that. And just seeing how that is woven into everything, like, like the, I mean, all, like, there's so many self-help conversations that start with, this is the problem. This is where you're wrong. You know, this is how you fix it, you know? And it's like, oh my God, it's like everywhere. It's so insidious. It is. I mean, I, before I started access, I was, you know, I was always, a, I was always seeking. I was always a seeker and I was always looking for, but I was, but I was seeking from looking for the answer, not yeah. the question. Yeah. And like, so I was trying to find somebody or something to tell me what to do or tell me what was wrong with me so I could fix it. One of the, we don't do that in access. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, I remember reading this book once and I won't say who wrote it. Um, but I was reading this book and it was like, um, you know, like there's fairies, there's fairies around us. It was a spiritual stuff. And, and it was like, and you need to like, every time you go out there and mow your grass or mow your lawn, you, if you don't warn the fairies, you're running over the fairies and you're killing fairies. And, and oh so you, need to, you need to warn the fairies before you mow your lawn. And I, I, the, the funny thing is, and I tell this story in classes just to lighten the mood. When people are like, I'm so stuffed up, I don't know what to, you know, and I tell this story and I'm like, guys, I believed it, you know. So I, I used to the fairies. Out, <laughs> I, I used to go out there and before I'd start up this lawnmower that was the noisiest thing you've ever heard. I'd be like, Probably fairies. scared the shit out of the fairies, right? I mean. I, I was like, fairies, I'm coming to mow the grass. And I, when I look at it now, I'm like, um, you would have to be a pretty stupid fairy if you cannot hear that lawnmower. <laughs> But this is the way we live our lives, though. Somebody will tell us something, and if we're looking for an answer, we will buy it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, I look at that, and it's like, you you are such an incredibly kind person, you know? And so that comes from the, like, kindness. Like, oh, my God, I don't want to harm the fairies. I don't want to hurt the fairies. I don't, you know, and 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 this buying into this point of view of, like, that you are just inherently wrong. Like even mowing yeah. the lawn is a wrongness. And so yeah. you need to like warn the people, you know, warn them in advance, apologize in advance, you know? And, yeah. um, and it's so, it, it's amazing how 
all of these, it's because there's like the gross conversations about wrongness and judgment, you know, and then there's these little things, you know, where it just, it erodes our being, you know, and, and, and how we, how, like just the freedom that we have to just be in the world and be like, I'm going to go mow my lawn. Oh my God, it's a beautiful day, you know? Yeah, and if you're, if you're silly enough to lie there while I'm mowing the lawn, then you're going to get run over. Hello. Right. <laughs> Let's but be pragmatic like, about this, please. <laughs> right. yeah. But it's like this is the thing when you when you have when you've come to that you are when you come to this point of view that you are just wrong no matter what, then you must look for the wrongness in you in every single everything, everything, everything that anybody says to you, yeah. every choice you make, everything you do, everything you have to look for the wrongness in you because you've already decided it's there and you need to validate that decision with everything and it's like and this is why you talk to people about look you're not wrong there's nothing you've chosen that's wrong and even if you've been told this your whole life you're not wrong they're like yes i am okay (laughs) just be wrong then yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and that is it is one of those choice moments you know where it's like it really I mean, and yes, like have your bars run and, you know, run these amazing clearings that we have in access. And, uh, you know, I know for me, like just being in this conversation, facilitating and taking lots of classes has really helped me change that. Yeah. And, and fortunately, it isn't usually just like a snap of a finger and you've gone from the wrongness that this reality has told you that you are to, oh, I'm not wrong, you know. Yeah. Um, it takes you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be on to yourself with it, and it's like if you've if you've spent so long um, creating yourself as this, it's like one of the things that used to frustrate me was I'd get to the I'd get to this awareness of what wasn't working for me, and I'd see where it wasn't, and then I'd be so frustrated that it wouldn't change in an instant, or that it would <laughs> change, and I get this lightness in my world, yeah. and then 24 hours later it'd be there again. It's like we layer these things upon ourselves so it's like you got to be willing to to keep going to get out of it it's like right. instead of going oh it changed oh now it's back so see i am still wrong i proved you i proved that i, I proved myself right that i am wrong it's like no i'm at another layer of it mm-hmm. get through that one yeah. you know but you got to keep going you've got to keep moving through the limitations that you've created in order to get to you yeah one of the things get, go ahead. people do is most of us will stop. We'll, we'll get to, we'll, we'll just give up on ourselves. And it's like, if you, for me, I have, you know, as tough as things can get sometimes, I'll get, if, if I know that I'm never going to quit on me, I'm going to yeah. keep going. Then you know that no matter what shows up for you, you can get through it. Yeah. Well, it's sort of, I, I was just saying this to, um, on a call I was facilitating the other day. I'm like, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, what, what, like as if, I mean, I guess people do give up. Some people do. And, um, you know, and most of us don't, you know, a lot of us don't. And it's like, what else would you do? You know? And, and I think there's something also very, very, for me, it's, that's been such a gift over time because it's like, I have had moments where I'm like, fuck it, you know, and yeah. yet, okay, well, I'm going to let myself indulge that for a minute. And what am I going to do? Stop? Like, that's not an option. You know, that's not a, 
what the hell, what the hell else would I do? You know, yes. <laughs> so I may as well keep going, you know, well, and also, I may as well have fun. It's also nice to have the, um, to have the freedom of that too, though. Like it's like when I get to, when I get to seriously uncomfortable moments, I, I don't go to that place of, okay, I don't have choice here. Mm-hmm. I get to, okay, I still have choice. I could, yeah. I could shoot myself. I could stop. I could go back into a normal life. I could, you know, and I'll indulge in those moments where I, where if I get to something where I'm like, oh, that is far too uncomfortable and I've hidden that from me forever and I do not want to look at it, yeah. um, then I will still indulge in those things because they're not wrong either. Yeah. You know, me, me just going, all right, I'm, this is too much. This is, I'm, I'm seeing way too much difference. I'll go back to normal. Okay, that's not wrong. Is it, is it a choice I'd ever make? No, but I can still indulge in it to get me to look at what's true for me by looking at what's not true for me. Yes, totally. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, so you just brought up that word difference again, and that's been, that has been like one of the big gifts that's kept on giving for me with access is, is uh, one of the- a little different? I know well yeah a few years ago Gary uh, Gary Douglas the the founder of access he he asked me in a class have you acknowledged the difference that you be and I was like what are you talking about you know this is when I really first started and I was like um (laughs) I'm not different you know um and um I'm just like everybody else what are you talking about crazy man (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, so it's been such a, such a gift to look at that and, you know, and that does bring up like, Oh, superiority. And, you know, and you said earlier in the conversation, you know, how much courage it takes to be different. So speak a little bit more about that. Well, it's like for most people when they're like, I'm not different. I'm, you know, I'm like, okay. Have you always felt that you just were outside of the box? You know, have you always felt like you're this round peg trying to slam yourself into a square hole? And they're like, yeah, but the first part is that part, is acknowledging it, going, you know what, there's something different about me. I mean, for me, when I was a kid, I used to to be so different. I mean, I remember as a young kid when all the the other kids were, um, you know, playing games or whatever, I used to sit under this tree and cry. And when I was six, I remember sitting there thinking, to myself one day that I couldn't remember a day in my life that I hadn't cried. Mm. I mean, you know, we're talking about someone who has an awareness of sadness around them big time yeah. and nobody told me that. So I thought I was just wrong. Wow. I didn't know what was wrong with me. What, why would I cry when other kids are happy? Mm. Uh, because maybe you're aware of everybody else's sadness, <laughs> but it's like, I, I remember that day. <laughs> And it's like as this six-year-old kid going, you know what, this is too, this is too hard. I need to fit in if I'm, gonna, if I'm going to be able to function in this world. So I did. From age six until I was 30, I spent fitting in. Yeah. I was like, and it just, every, every moment that went on that I was trying to fit in, I lost part of me. And it wasn't I lost as if it was taken from me. I gave it up in order to fit in to what I decided I need to be rather than looking at what's true for me. So with that, it's like with 
anyone. It's like you got to look at the place. Okay, what's different about me that I'm not acknowledging? And when you get to that is recognize, okay, you can start to get a sense of, you, you can start to get a sense of you a little more and you can go, okay, I am different. Does that make me, does that mean that I can't still have friends? Does that mean I can't? It's like, no, it doesn't mean any of that. Yeah. It means that you are you. Yeah. I'm me. They are them. We're all whatever we choose to be. But if you look at it from that place, then difference can be such a gift in the world. Yeah. Difference is what this world needs right now. It needs those people who are willing to be different. Mm-hmm. And from what I, it's like from, uh, there's been many, many, many people in history that I have admired and I have looked up to and I have um, respected, you know, or whatever the words are for it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but all of those people were the ones who were willing to actually be different. Yeah. To stand out and go, you know what, this doesn't work. We need to do something different. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I see that we all, that we can have the capacity for. If we're willing to get out of this idea that we're normal in any way. <laughs> not. Yeah. yeah. No, that I did mean, not fuck. serve me very well. <laughs> no, it didn't serve me very well either. I hated it. I, wanted, I mean, by the time I was 30, I wanted to seriously jump off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's amazing how, and, and, and also just like, I, for me, a lot of it has been like, you know, not as much anymore, but I used to just sort of think that everybody functioned like I did, you know, like, and, and so I wasn't also willing to be aware of, you know, how little judgment I actually had and how much judgment other people had. And, you know, like, like I just always was like, well, yeah, you know, <laughs> and everybody else around me was like, uh, uh-uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's helped me to get a sense of the gift that I am in the world by, by being willing to look at that and go, Oh yeah. Like, like still, you know, I have these moments where it's like, right other people don't know what i know they don't function the way that i function and doesn't make me better or worse or right or wrong it's just i get to uh, we get we give ourselves access to our capacities and our gifts when we acknowledge what they are and if we don't we don't and and you're the only one who can i mean for so many years i looked for somebody to tell me what i decided i wasn't you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, and people used to say to me, people would be like, oh, you're so kind and caring. And I'd be like, what are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, because I had none of that for myself. Yeah. But it's like, but, but then I'd look for what they meant by it, you know, and I'd try and fit myself into people's acknowledgements of me. Mm-hmm. But that was also the way that I defined myself as well. So it's like, you, you got to recognize that you are the only person that can truly acknowledge you. Yeah. You got to look at okay, what is great about me that I'm not getting, and what's right about me that I'm not getting, not mm-hmm. what's fucked up and what's wrong with me that I'm living my life from. Yeah, that's a dead end street for sure. I've been down that street many I times. I know, I know. Yeah, and I, I've just recently even like had this like greater sense of choice with judgment that's been so cool. Where I'm like, oh my gosh, like. It really doesn't work. I really don't need to waste my time with that. <laughs> you know, it's been really, it's been really fun. I've been yeah. having a lot more fun, um, yeah. which has been so great. And 
it's so it does you know like it does become more of a choice the more we play with it you know uh-huh and and one of the things like for people listening because it's like i want to i want anybody that hears things like here's any of this stuff that we talk about to have a fit to have something to go all right well what can i do today to change some of this mm-hmm. and it's like because i know that we've talked it's interesting when we do these things because it's like the the thing that we talk about most is usually the thing that most of the people listening to have the most stuff around. Yeah. One of them is money and one of them has been wrongness. So, <laughs> so, um, so with the wrongness, it's like if, you, if, if, if it's one of those things that you're doing all the time, wrongness of you, you've got to switch it around and start. Every time you go to a wrongness of anything, yourself, what you've created, what you're doing, what you haven't done, whatever, look at it every time and go, okay, if I was looking at this different, what would be the gift of this? Yeah. And for me personally, I, I, when I do that, I go, okay, so instead of wrongness, what's the gift of this? And I can see where I, you know, get something from it. Yeah. And, if, and then as soon as you acknowledge that place where you get something from it, you have more of you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, flip, I call it flip it. Just flip it, flip it. <laughs> like flip it 180 yeah, degrees. Yeah, if it's you know? not working, don't keep doing it. That's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, turn it upside down. Stand on your yeah. head, something, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you've got, um, you have a choice of possibilities in uh, Mexico, Mexico City, right? Or no, Guatemala. Uh, no, it's Mexico City now. Mexico yeah. City. Okay. And then one uh, on the weekend of February 15th, and then you have one on the following weekend in Vancouver, Canada. Uh-huh. Yeah. And where else? Oh, and then I, oh, man, I looked at my schedule the other day and I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, and then I go to Portugal and then um, Munich, Slovenia, Sydney, Australia, uh, Boston, Chicago, uh, cool. I don't know, South America somewhere. I don't know. There's too many of them. They'll maybe. just tell you where to go and when, right? Cool. Well, um, yeah. So anybody who has taken an Access Consciousness Foundation class uh, can can join. You can join live in any of those cities. You can join online via audio live or live stream. Yeah. Um, and there is a global foundation class actually happening in just about a week um, and with Gary Douglas and Dane here in Houston. Also, that class is going to be live streamed. We have I think we have over a thousand people joining us online at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's going to be yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Um, and that's available if you've, if anybody listening has had a bars class. Um, and if you haven't had a bars class, you could probably find one like tomorrow. And we'll both <laughs> be there at the class. So it's like, what's that? We'll both be there at the class. So who wouldn't want to come? We will. I, you know what I just realized? I think this is actually airing during that class or after the this is oh, during well, so the class. We, we're so. going to apologize now. You're too late. <laughs> you can buy the recording. <laughs> you can buy the replay, yep. Yes, it'll be good. It'll be epic. So yep. anyway, um, and your website is, is brendanwatt.com? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, thank you so much, Brendan. You are such a gift. It's such a joy to talk to you, and um, I'm so thank grateful you. for you. Thank yeah. you for having me on here. You're welcome, and I will see you very soon. Okay, bye for now, everybody. 
Thank you for joining us today for Creating Beyond Reality. Make sure to join Heather Nichols again next Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another adventure into the brilliance of you. Have an amazing week of possibility and creation.